Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey friends, have you ever considered how you and your spouse are wired when it comes to your mindset regarding productivity and rest? And by productivity, I'm not talking about your productivity at work. I'm talking about how you spend your time at home with your family when you're not working. My husband and I are pretty equally yoked when it comes to our mindsets around productivity and rest, which is actually quite unusual because usually opposites attract. But both of us were raised with highly driven parents who were always on the move when they weren't working. They were either volunteering, coaching, in the yard a lot, or doing household projects. And it was rare that we had down days for resting and relaxing. This meant our connections with each other were usually tied to a project or an outing of some sort. For Josh, he and his family went to the lake to ski or camp at times, and our family would leave the house and go on a hike or cut wood for our fireplace together. We made memories and were always on the move, but there wasn't much downtime. And it's important to talk about how an all-work or an all-productivity and no-rest way of living has consequences to us as parents and to our children. It's equally important to talk about how growing up in a household where you prioritize rest over things that needed regular attention in your home, like household chores, yard maintenance, and even exercise, also has its long-term consequences. In this episode, let's take a look at where you land on the spectrum between highly driven, task-oriented, and restful, less structured, but more relationship-oriented. Then let's consider what challenges we face because of that, and then how to overcome those challenges so we are able to strike a better balance. And by balance, I'm not referring to 50% task handling and 50% rest and relationship building. That's not reasonable. I'm talking about setting a goal to simply tip the scale a little more towards the side you're lacking in. So let's start with the task-driven, always busy, moving about, list-oriented folks. I'll admit, that is my nature. We tend to feel fulfilled when we can see that we've accomplished things in our day. We make lists and check them off, and yes, even tasks we have done prior to making our list for the day end up going on the list and getting checked off. If you're task-driven, you totally get me right now. Don't deny you do this. It's how we measure our productivity. If you land in this camp, downtime makes you anxious. You might feel as though you've forgotten something or you should be doing something. If you're sitting still and if you land on this side of the spectrum, you tend to be highly scheduled and squeeze things into your schedule 
where you have those white, those blank spaces on your calendar. And the psychology behind this is that we inherently believe our self-worth is closely tied to productivity. The more we get done, the better we feel. Now, am I saying this is a good thing? No, heck no. But we must face the facts. We must become aware of where we are. And when our self-worth comes from the number of tasks we do or the length of the list we crush in a single day, we tend to run ourselves ragged trying to keep up. And there's not that deep joy because our life is lopsided. We're missing that self-care. So how does this driven, task-oriented mindset end up affecting our children? Well, children learn by observing. We talk about this all the time. When they don't observe parents taking intentional downtime to recharge, they don't develop proper self-care habits. And without self-care habits such as taking a Sunday afternoon nap or spending time in nature or just quietly reading or planning to have a day of spontaneity, doing whatever sounds fun for that day and time, or even just casually visiting with a neighbor who happens to be outside. Without that, kids also form irrational beliefs about their self-worth being tied to productivity, how much they accomplish today. Burnout, stress, anxiety, and depression are all a result of overcommitting and overscheduling with no regular habit of self-care. We don't want these outcomes for our kids. So, if you land on this side of the spectrum yourself, no shame. Listen, there's a whole lot of us in the world. Once you become aware, you're able to make changes and to improve. And listen, your drive and productivity are gifts. They make you highly successful in areas of your life. And those are also the very things that will drive you into the ground if you don't make a change and schedule in time for relaxation and time for those important relationships. We must remember our self-worth and success is not simply a result of productivity. Deep joy and satisfaction in our lives will only come from a combination of rest and meaningful relationships and connections coupled with an active and driven lifestyle. So you don't have to abandon your natural tendencies. No, you just have to be intentional about scheduling downtime to relax and connect with the people under your roof. Go on the hunt with intention for those blank spots on your calendar and lock down that time so you don't schedule another project or task or meeting. Speaking of lockdown, a few years ago, my friend Sarah, who's also highly driven and keeps a very full schedule with her family, she asked me what our family was doing on a particular weekend because she wanted to make plans with us. So I opened up my calendar in front of her and told her, now I'm busy that weekend. And she asked, with what? What are you guys doing? And I told her, that's a lockdown weekend for our family. 
she was like, what? Lockdown? That sounds pretty intense. And I explained to her that my husband and I had gotten so tired of never feeling rested and never feeling like we were truly connecting with our kids because we were constantly running from one thing to the next, driving tasks around our home without any intentional time that we started blocking time in our schedule, that white space on our calendar with the words lockdown. I told her, lockdown means we all stay home that weekend. It's usually a Friday night and a Saturday. So not maybe the entire weekend, but Friday afternoon and evening and all day Saturday. We stay home, connect with each other through making our favorite foods, our favorite meals, watching movies, and just letting everything else wait. Now, that might sound crazy to those of you who land on the other side of the spectrum, but this was an intervention we truly needed to implement just to start getting in a habit of resting and connecting with each other. Scheduling a lockdown weekend once a month on our calendar helped us stick to our goal of striking a better balance between driving tasks and nurturing our bodies and our relationships. Once we started with that, just that Friday afternoon and all day Saturday, about once a month for six months or so, Then we started adding in little bits of time once a week. And generally we do those on Sundays where we just lock down a couple hours on our calendar on Sundays to just rest and reconnect. And beyond one weekend a month and on Sundays, now we're working to find pockets of time every evening to unplug intentionally, throw our list aside And just connect or have intentional quiet time for reading or rest. And I can tell you the benefits are endless. It feels so much better to sprinkle in that self-care and that true relationship connection. So for us, we started with once monthly, then once weekly, and then a little each day. That's how we weave in that very important rest and connection That brings us that deep joy when coupled with our productivity. I have to tell you, there's some real irony in this topic. I'm laughing right now because as I was recording this on a Saturday, the first time I I took a stab at it, my husband interrupted me to tell me he was going to take a nap. And when I paused the recording, I looked down at my desk There's these two giant sticky notes full of tasks in front of me. And I just shook my head. His intention to rest totally inspired me. It just knocked me off my seat. I went, oh my gosh, I got to listen to my own advice. I kept the recording paused and I went and took a nap too. And I can tell you, I came back feeling so refreshed after taking that intentional time. So... Let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. If you land in that camp, you might feel rested and feel close with your family members. You've got that bonding and relationship stuff down, but you also struggle with accomplishing tasks at home, like a regular routine of housework, keeping up with the yard, and maybe even meal planning. So how does this restful, relationship-oriented mindset affect your children? 
Again, children learn by observing. When they don't observe parents scheduling time for regular chores or fixing things in the home, general maintenance to the house, yard work, making grocery lists or planning meals, they aren't inclined to do these things either. They tend to be good at taking a load off and may check in with their sibs a lot, but they might end up feeling frustrated when they can't find things or something isn't working properly or there's nothing in the house to eat. You know, I had a client who was raised by parents who were in this camp and When she went to college, she became very depressed and she was actually hospitalized because she was suicidal. And when I met with her, she told me, Jordan, I wish my parents would have made us do chores and had some structure around our weekends. They only focused on us getting good grades during the week. And then we just laid around watching movies and being on our phone when I wasn't in school. Now I'm embarrassed that I don't know how to grocery shop or cook or keep my dorm clean. And my friends want to go out and do things, but I never tried much of that at home. She said, it seems like I need some structure for my downtime, but that also scares me because I'm not used to it. She was depressed. She was sad because she didn't have that structure and that drive to do the things she knew she needed to do amongst her rest and connection. When you land on this side of the spectrum, your self-worth isn't tied to your to-do list, to productivity. Instead, it comes from relationships and re-energizing yourself through quiet rest. Many times, people who land in this camp are reluctant to schedule things outside of work. They fear they will lose all freedom creativity and spontaneity. I hear this time and time again from these folks. But listen, that's not going to happen. You're not going to lose all freedom, creativity, and rest because you've got that down. You're not going to lose what you're conditioned to do, but what you are missing is a little bit of structure and organization around tasks so you can strike a better balance too. Let's face it, no matter which end of the spectrum we land on, that still small voice speaks to us and tells us we need a little more of what we're lacking. And when we stay stuck on our end of the spectrum without making any intentional efforts to incorporate the other side, we feel guilty. We know intellectually It's having an effect on us to stay stuck and an effect on our kids. And so when we don't act, when we don't put into action the opposite end of the spectrum and implement something different, we feel badly. We feel guilty. I've even noticed how natural it is for us all to recognize what we're lacking in somebody else. How many times have you noticed a family in your community and and noticed the thing that you lack the most in them and thought, man, the Smith family has seen every latest movie released and I swear they read at least a book or two a week. We need more of that. Or maybe you've thought, man, I wish we kept our house more clean and organized. That feels good to walk into that house. We just don't have a routine for that. 
friends, by being part of the Families of Character community, part of this podcast, and part of our private group in Facebook, you are part of a community that values self-awareness and change. And that's why you keep listening. Listen, I'm in this with you. I've just shared that my advice is to drive tasks and do, do, do. I can be a real taskmaster. Ask my kids. And my challenge is to work on being with others and resting. That's what I have to work on personally. So when it comes to being intentional about both productivity and rest, the fact is, either way, if you don't schedule it, it won't happen. And as we talked about in the beginning, a recap, depending on how you were raised, it's natural for you to lean more towards a highly driven, highly scheduled productivity mindset or more of a laid back, figure it out when the time comes, more rest focused and relationship oriented mindset. So how do you make time for both in family life? Be intentional about reserving space on your calendar for them both. If you're productivity driven, you'll need to be most intentional about scheduling time for rest in your week. If you're more laid back, you'll need to be intentional about scheduling for tasks around your home. So my challenge to you is this. What's one thing you can do this week to bring about a better balance to your life around home? For our task-driven, oriented folks, pick one blank space on your calendar and lock down your schedule to rest or connect. And I want you to do it right away and then follow through. As a matter of fact, take five minutes to lock down a little time each week for the next month to rest and connect on your calendar. Schedule that right after you're done listening. And then keep your integrity, keep your personal agreement to yourself and follow through when that reminder comes up on your calendar. And for the restful relationship-oriented folks, you too, pick one blank space on your calendar and lock down time to do that one thing that bothers you around the house or yard that needs attended to. You know what it is. It'll come to your mind right away. Or during that lockdown, make a short list of chores the family can all pitch in to do together for two hours every Saturday. We've all been trained by our own families to either drive tasks or rest and relax and embrace relationships. It's okay. That's where we are right now. Schedule time to do those things you need in family life, but that don't come naturally to you right now. You will not only experience more deep joy in your life, but you'll be modeling something different for your kids, a better balance. I want you to imagine your kids at age 15 years old. Imagine them at 20 out in the world. And imagine them at 30 when they have their own families, if they've been living this better balanced lifestyle of structured daily routine with intentional rest 
and connection. Their confidence, courage, determination, connection, and deep joy will be radiating from them. So parents, if you like what you heard today and it resonated with you, share it with others. Be sure to check out our premier product, Adventure Into Character, for some tools that everyone in your family can engage with to help strike that balance between getting things done and resting and recharging as a family. You can find us at familiesofcharacter.com. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, The Thrive Community by Families of Character. We look forward to seeing you there.